This is the News in Brief from the United Nations. In Ukraine, the UN's top emergency relief official, Martin Griffiths, has pledged solidarity with the embattled country and its people as they try to rebuild their lives. Speaking in Kiev at the end of a four-day official visit, Mr Griffiths highlighted the continuing threat to human life from daily artillery attacks on the southern port city of Kherson. The UN aid chief explained that in the nearby city of Mykolaiv, he'd spoken to families also recently displaced from villages destroyed by shelling. Despite the destruction, people went back daily to try to restart their lives, Mr Griffiths said. Before anyone can go home, vast areas of Ukraine will require demining, said the UN official, who recalled the Prime Minister telling him that Ukraine is probably now the most mine-polluted country in the world. Staying with Ukraine, grim details about the killing of civilians by Russian forces there were shared at the Human Rights Council on Thursday. At the request of the Council, UN Human Rights Chief Volker Turk provided information gathered by his office on summary executions and attacks on individual civilians in more than 100 villages and towns in Kiev, Cheneviv and Sumy regions between the 24th of February and the 6th of April. The research took place during field visits after Russian troops had retreated. Witnesses and survivors provided first-hand reports, which were complemented by other sources, the High Commissioner said. In some cases, Russian soldiers executed civilians in makeshift places of detention. Others were summarily executed on the spot, following security checks in their houses, yards and doorways. Even where the victim had shown clearly that they were not a threat, for example by holding their hands in the air. Mr Turk noted that there were strong indications that the summary executions documented in the report by his office may constitute a war crime. Finally, a positive step in the fight against AIDS and other pandemics, the first international definition of what a community-led response actually is. The development is potentially significant as humanitarians and health experts believe strongly that the best way to tackle disease outbreaks is by working with communities. Writing on Thursday in the UK medical journal The Lancet, UNAIDS Executive Director Winnie Bianima called for comprehensive community-led protocols to lead pandemic prevention, preparedness and response. These have been neglected until now, she said. Using evidence from efforts to combat AIDS, MPOX, COVID-19 and Ebola, Ms Bienyema's article, co-written with German Federal Health Minister Professor Karl Lauterbach, insists that community-led organisations bring trust, communications channels and reach to marginalised groups that complement government roles and improve equity. Daniel Johnson, UN News.